Hi friends, this is Chat Time with Elaine and thanks for tuning in. I had a week or two where I took a break from recording because I was recovering from a cold and I just thought maybe that wouldn't work so well with an audio recording, but thank God I'm healed again and healthy, so I'm thankful for that. Um, This last week or two, a topic has been in my heart that I wanted to share with you all about what it looks like to trust in God for just um, those that are lost, those that, in other words, don't believe in Christ, or perhaps they did, and um, they lived a Christian life, but then they fell away from the faith for whatever reason. It could have been doubt or some kind of traumatic event or just maybe lukewarmness, whatever it might be. Um, The Bible talks about interceding and praying for one another. And so I was looking up some scripture and I just wanted to encourage myself and you that if you know anybody, whether it's a relative or a friend or just maybe someone from work or a neighbor, whoever it is, that doesn't know the Lord or maybe has never known the Lord, um, you can be praying on their behalf. Um, We're called to make disciples once we're Christians, and that's a pretty big command. Um, The Bible tells us to go out and make disciples, and we can also be praying and witnessing to one another. That's how you make disciples or one of the ways you do. And I think it's very difficult to um, believe that God can change somebody's heart, especially when you know them, because you're thinking to yourself, I know how stubborn they can be. I know how hard headed they can be. I know that they're going to like always believe what they believe, but I don't think that's the right attitude to approach, um, that situation. I think we should know that no matter what we think we know, God knows more and he knows that person or people that you're praying for better than you. So if you um, haven't even thought about this lately, or maybe you have, like, I'm just encouraging you to pray for those around you that are unbelievers, um, starting within those people that are in kind of your circle and your niche, because that's the community that you kind of have an impact on day to day, week to week, month to month. Um, So I'm not discouraging you from witnessing and sharing the gospel to strangers, of course, but like um, be praying consistently for those, um, that you know of really well. Um, so I just want to share a couple of verses with you. And, um, this is for you, anybody who might have a a child or a relative or a close friend that doesn't know the Lord yet. Philippians 4, 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Um, Just to repeat that part, do not be anxious about anything. I think it's really easy to start to get really anxious when you really believe in Christ, when you really believe in in eternity, in heaven or hell. It's so difficult to just surrender it to God and not worry and not pester somebody and not like make every time you see them uh, like irritating to them, you know, like if you've tried to speak to somebody about the gospel and salvation and Jesus Christ, and they just don't really want to accept it, or they just don't really understand it yet, you can't really blame them because someone who doesn't know God and never has, isn't going to necessarily readily accept what you have to say about Jesus. Because 
following Jesus is about laying down our own lives and sacrificing those things that we don't want to sacrifice, um, things that are sinful, that some people think is fun, that we all probably think is fun, but we don't participate in anymore because we're Christian. Um, following Christ, I think, makes your life more difficult, more intentional, more sacrificial, more giving, more servant-hearted. And those aren't necessarily things that people want to give up. So there's this other passage in the Bible that talks about how people kind of have a veil over their eyes when they don't know who Jesus is. Like, unless you know God, you don't know the things of God. So it's really important that you speak to them, but also that you pray for them because prayer is how the Holy Spirit is going to start to do his work in their heart. Um, prayer is the way that God is going to intercede for you for, on their behalf and like also have other people maybe, who knows, speak to them, kind of soften their heart, kind of sow those seeds as we like to call it. Because um, I'm sure there's instances in which someone readily accepts Jesus's word because they're ready to hear it and ready to accept change and ready to accept a savior into their lives the savior, but sometimes it takes a while. Like if you know my dad, Pastor Peter at all, he can tell you um, firsthand that he was one of those um, non-believers who was like, you know, it took years to really finally accept readily the word of God because he had a lot of people trying to witness to him and speak to him and pray for praying for him. And he just didn't really want to accept it. And to this day, he has obviously accepted Jesus and also is now a pastor, which I'm sure a lot of people, including himself, didn't see coming because God can change your heart. Someone who wants nothing to do with God, God can change their heart. Um, so even the most intense atheist or um, whatever or maybe someone from another religion, or maybe somebody who just doesn't believe at all in anything. Um, even if you know that that's who they are now, don't question that God can change their heart when the timing is right. You know, a lot of people get discouraged praying for their relative, their friend, their loved one, because um, it just takes so long. Sometimes prayer isn't answered right away, and I think if you've been a Christian longer than a year, you can testify to that. Um, God doesn't answer things right away. Sometimes his answer is a no. Sometimes his answer is wait. Sometimes his answer is not now. Sometimes his answer is yes or yes, but not now. You know what I mean? Sometimes his answer isn't going to be yes, and we shouldn't be discouraged if his answer isn't yes. Even though it's not what we wanted, he has um, a plan, a perfect time that we just can't comprehend because we're not God. So I'm encouraging you, keep praying for that person fervently. Pray for them every day. Pray for them consistently. Pray for them on your drive to work. Pray for them um, while you're making dinner, whatever. Pray for that person and God will hear your heart. And it's wonderful that we'd love people this way because I think we can get so caught up, myself included, in like the routine of everyday life that we kind of forget to pray for others, to intercede for others, to witness to others. And that's really scary because I think the biggest purpose for us being Christian is to make disciples and to obviously glorify God. So if, if, if doing this chore or this 
project or whatever is more important than witnessing to others, praying for others, discipling others, mentoring others. I think we've kind of gone off the path here. The The most important thing is that other people's souls would be saved for Jesus Christ. So um, uh, I know it's difficult to be bold to witness to others, to tell them about the Bible, to tell them about the gospel, to share your testimony. You know, you're kind of afraid that people would judge you for being a Christian and all this. But um, we're supposed to be bold in Jesus's name. And also prayer doesn't have to be done in the middle of the street necessarily. Um, you can pray for others in your own privacy if you want, but do so with a genuine heart. <clears throat> a couple other verses I want to share with you are James 5.16. It says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And I think a lot of us know the verse where two or more are gathered in his name, you know, the prayer will be heard. Um, and then uh, Ephesians 6.18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Um, once we're accepted into, or excuse me, once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we become uh, his child, a child of God. Um, we're titled saints. Um, <clears throat> so we should be praying for one another. And I think we should also, like I tried to point out before, have different expectations for praying for people who know Jesus or have known Jesus versus praying for people that don't know Jesus and never have. Because um, someone who's lukewarm or just, you know, fallen from the faith and they did have faith before um, are probably going to know more about God and have more experiences with the Bible and church and have more of uh, maybe they have even like felt God's presence before. Whereas someone who hasn't like isn't going to like know what you're talking about if you like reference a ton of scripture and stuff. So just be careful and know your audience, know who you're talking to. And um, try not to make something too confusing. Uh, sometimes it's good to just be very clear and simple when we're teaching the word, preaching the word, sharing the word. Um, also, Romans 8, 26, 27 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us when with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So what is the saying? Romans is saying that sometimes we don't even know how to pray. Sometimes there's things that need to be prayed for on for others and that we're supposed to intercede for that we don't even know how to put into words. Like imagine, maybe this is you, maybe it isn't, but imagine like praying for somebody that's just so far gone that you just don't even know what to do or what to say or how to say it. You just want to believe, but you're not sure that you can. The Holy Spirit, when you're in that, you know, that presence of God, when you're in that time with God, when you stop your life to pray to God and communicate with him, um, the Holy Spirit is in you if you're a Christian and the Holy Spirit will help you, will intercede with you, for you, so that you can, you know, say the right things, I guess. Um, which when you're praying, like 
this is just kind of random, but sometimes when people are praying in a group, people are like, well, I don't know how to pray or I don't know what to pray for. Um, There's no perfect prayer. There's no prayer that's like better than another person's prayer. I think the most important thing is that we wouldn't be doubting as we pray, that we would be truly believing, genuinely praying for something and not with doubt in our hearts. Um, And also when we pray, I think I mentioned this in a previous, uh, like, podcast that we shouldn't uh, expect God to hear and answer our prayers if we're, like, living in habitual sin and we're not giving it up and we know we should be giving it up. Like, we have to be praying out of a sincere, repentant heart, if you will. Um, <clears throat> so John fourteen thirteen. Uh, says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, in the Son, Jesus Christ. So uh, there's another verse that goes, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door shall be opened unto you. So when we trust in God, when we're giving our all to God, when we're asking God when we're praying for somebody else, God will hear you and he will answer if only you humble yourself um, and pray to him. So I want to, again, encourage you, hold fast to God's promises, hold fast to his truths and his scripture, and keep praying for those around you that just seem so lost or seem so lukewarm or seem like, I don't know how I'm going to get him back into God's kingdom because it's not up to you. It's up to the Holy Spirit. It's up to God to do the work. You just have to trust that he will and ask that he will. So I hope this encouraged you. Please share and uh, have a great week coming up.